Welcome back to another Textination interview. I'm Fred Fishkin, and joining us from Oslo, Norway, are Erling Solheim and Christopher Hagen, co-founders of a company called Play Pulse. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so happy much for here. having us. Yeah, happy to be here. I don't know which one of you wants to go first, but tell us about this company that you have and, and a little about what you're doing. So this company is based on... Um, on an idea and, and a project I, I started a few years ago at the end of my, my master's thesis in computer science where I, I, was, I was lacking motivation to exercise and I was finding a lot of motivation to play games. Um, and and I, I, was, I was seeing some sort of synergy between these two uh, themes. I, I wanted to create some exercise that used the fun I found in games to make me want to exercise. So me, uh, me and uh, uh, and now colleagues started an early prototype of what we're now selling and basing our company on, which is playing playing video games games on a bike and uh, and not the not the bad video games that existed on a bike, but the games that we wanted to play, the games that motivated us. So we started, we created a prototype of, of this, and it, it was a lot of fun. We we it was sometimes hard to to build a prototype because we were just using it. Uh, and, and we got some friends into play it and, and had some really good reception, both in terms of they, they enjoyed the game, but they also got really tired and, and it, was, it was proper exercise. And, uh, and to, to, to make a very long and, and kind of fun story short, um, we, we kept iterating on the prototype. I started a, a PhD to look more into the science behind it. Um, what made this work? How, how did the games have to be in order to keep this, uh, keep the exercise relevant and not make it a gimmick and, and keep creating great games and also good exercise. And um, eventually I, I met, uh, I, when I met the real world with this, bringing out of the university and into gyms and schools, I had a lot of parents and a lot of uh, youth coming over to me and asking, like, where can we get this? How can we buy this? This is something, you know, I've never, I've never seen my children exercise like this. They just want to sit home and play games. This is, this is amazing. How, where do we get it? And, and when I told them, this is, you can't get this. This is just a research project. They, uh, they became a little bit disappointed. And eventually I realized I need to, I need to get this out. So I started a company, uh, needed some expertise. And this is, this is where I met Erling who, um, who had some, had some run-in with, with the startup world and had some experience that I wanted in my company as well. Well, tell me, yeah. maybe Erling, you want to pick up here. Tell me about the, the games here and how it is that you're able to motivate people mm. to really exercise while they're playing. Exactly. I can, I can bring my perspective and hand it over to Chris again to go deeper on the, that topic. Um, I mean, it's a, it, just to kind of pick up the thread where, where Chris left off, um, we started a company four years ago um, to take it into the real world. And I think uh, one of the key drivers for my own personal sake to want to kind of join in here, coming from a, a consumer goods startup uh, earlier that's been doing well, but just seeing um, how the kind of interaction between the users and the product uh, has this uh, incredibly positive um, response and, and results. Seeing that with 
for instance, this kid that were featured in, in a newspaper in, in, uh, in Norway, um, where he was just so incredibly excited to come back every time. And he had never enjoyed physical activity before, but now he was just super enthusiastic. His mom was uh, again telling us to do this. And I think that is the driver here, just seeing that kind of that purpose and seeing that difference the product can make uh, is what really got me hooked in, and, and uh, as we kind of took it into the real world. But as for the game specifically, as you, as you asked about, maybe Chris, you want to speak a little bit to the, to the magic here. Yeah, yeah, I can do that. And, and, and the, some of the reason why you mentioned that this, this case we had where um, we had a young, uh, a young boy in to, to play and, and his mother was frustrated because he didn't enjoy any, any traditional physical activities. Um, yeah, that's a but, problem a lot of parents face today. I, I have the impression <laughs> I, I don't yeah. have that I don't have that problem myself yet, but this this <laughs> is a trend. Mm. And and what he liked in, in when he tried our, our our product in early games is this was what he enjoyed doing at home in his room. It was playing games with friends. It was the same kind of games and, and he was really good at them. He he, he was at like playing on our backs, he was a lot better than the the, the fifth kids because he was good at games. So he found like a very good sense of mastery in this physical activity. And, you know, the fit kids asked him like, how could they get better? If he could teach them how to play this. Um, and he was telling like, you have to, they were playing, um, they were using the bike. So, so short, I have to briefly explain that. You're sitting on the bike and you're pedaling and the faster you pedal, the faster you move within the game. So this specific game, they were driving a tank. And if you pedal slowly, the tank moves slowly. And if you pedal fast, it moves faster. And then on the handlebar of the bike, there are buttons for turning and, and shooting and using various abilities on the tanks. So even though he was he was less, less fit, he 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 knew how to like he was better at aiming. He had a better hand-eye coordination. So say they were coming over to him and like asking if they could they he could teach them how to become as good as him in this game. Um, so we really just, we're making the games to build on the experience people have playing video games, but we're changing the setting. Um, mm. And we're trying to get them to exercise for free in a way. We're very, uh, we're not, in, in some ways we're trying to hide the exercise. We are, none of our games will tell you to exercise. We're not telling people to pedal or do an interval or you know, go as fast as you can. We're building this into the game. Hmm. So in, in this tank game, for example, this, this is a capture the flag element. And when you pick up the flag in a game and you have you know, two people chasing you, no one's gonna have to tell you to go fast. You're gonna understand that you know, this, we're just building on that intuition and, and the immersion of the game to create these, these exercise elements and just build them into the mechanics of the games. Hmm. I just want to yeah, add on that a little bit, just to not kind of to make it even more generic. Uh, there's of course uh, some of the stuff and kind of the knowledge here that is somewhat proprietary and kind of the secret sauce into what we're doing. But I think it's it's important to kind of underline uh, that it, it is a combination of the the, the scientific research underneath, and then combining it with the creativity in in video games. And then you really need to merge those in the right way to create this experience. Whereas Chris said, it's 
you just get drawn into the game and the, and the benefits are just happening implicitly. Um, and that is something we're now trying to do and are doing with, with more games and building out a library of different games that uh, creates different kind of workouts, but all happening without even thinking about it because you're just jumping into the game. And there's an entertainment uh, function to these screens that you have as well on, on the bikes. Tell me about that. Sure. Yeah, I can uh, speak a little bit to that. Um, I mean, so we, we now, we, we're pre-selling the bikes, shipping by end of year. And just to have that mention, this is, I mean, it's a fully integrated bike uh, with, as Chris said, the sensor for the uh, pedals, the controllers, and a, a um, 24-inch touchscreen PC with a dedicated graphics card. So this is what was done, and we designed it in this way to enable these kind of online 3D multiplayer games. Uh, but I mean, as soon as you have this device in your living room, um, we kind of see it as almost a, a no-brainer to have or to offer different entertainment options. Um, as this will typically be kind of a, a family purchase for some, um, maybe not the whole family are super enthusiastic about uh, video games. So we made it possible to access uh, streaming services via, via a browser uh, on the touchscreen and also building out a kind of a, a gamified fitness application. Um, so we're still with having these kind of gamified elements and also with, with the streaming service series is an optional uh, feature where you say that, okay, I want to keep this pace. I want to do this sort of a exercise or the screen will go black. Um, so kind of just pushing you while you're watching your favorite show. If you're not really uh, keeping your pace up, it will stop playing and, and tell it to keep moving. Wow. So you've got to keep moving to keep watching. Yeah. Uh, maybe you pedal faster to skip commercials. or <laughs> <laughs> That is a great idea. That is, that is actually a great idea. <laughs> so in terms of the motivation, how is this different? the way you've conceived of it uh, from say the, the Peloton experience. Mm, mm. Now, uh, I mean, um, um, I, I can speak a little are, bit. You're going after a Chris different, to... you're going after a different uh, type of audience consumer. Mm, yeah. I think like the, the broadest way to speak about it is that uh, just, I mean, with some statistics uh, it, it's clear uh, that I think in, in the U S 75% of Americans said they want to be more, uh, physically active, but it, uh, lacking motivation. So motivation being kind of the key factor. And then we see that uh, even 75% of Americans have a gamer in their household. So gaming is a key driver for motivation and people love it. Um, most of the uh, kind of the fitness experiences out there are great for, for a lot of people. Uh, and uh, myself included, I love going to the gym. Um, but for the majority, uh, these kind of hardcore workouts where you're being told or even screamed at to keep pushing and, and doing those kind of hardcore workouts is not very appealing. It does not mean, it does not necessarily give you a sense of mastery. Uh, and it might just be too intimidating for some to go to the gym. And that is kind of what we see here is that, I mean, even though the Playboy's experience appeals to me as well, yeah, kind of a, a, a gym fanatic. Um, it's kind of the, the purpose here is, is to broaden the horizon and really make uh, this experience something that is appealing to, uh, to more people that want to be active and make that possible.
just just a little bit from my side because I'm I'm less fond of the gym. Uh, and and what I what I started out, I I wanted to in in some ways take discipline out of the equation. A lot of the a lot of the reason why people get to the gym is they they know it's good. They're not necessarily looking forward to it, but they know it's good. You know, at the end of it, it feels good. I think we're trying to aim at the people who uh, are, are looking for other ways of motivating themselves to start exercising. You know, maybe maybe it's just fun. Maybe it's not. It, it's a good, it's a high quality workout, but maybe it's not as intensive as as you know a trainer yelling at you to go faster. But but if you can get to it three, four, five times a week, even even if it's mm. just forty five minutes, that's you know long term. That's better as long as you can keep on going. Yeah, like we like we like to say that the best workout is the one you look forward to and actually do. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, so just wanting to do it, and and we're not we we are creating games where we want people to stop playing because they're tired, not because they're bored. So focus very much on on the fun the fun of the experience and and the joy of playing games. Are you also, planning multiplayer? Oh, games yeah. as well so people can play against each other very exactly. much so. <laughs> yeah i was uh, that was actually just what i'm gonna uh, uh, make a point out of is that um i mean research shows clearly that um kind of social workouts are very effective for, for many people um that might mean going to the gym with a friend or it might be going for a run with a friend or, or playing some team sports um real, i mean it's very clear that multiplayer gaming has a massive appeal. And this is what we see. I mean, we, so we made uh, some single player games and all, always single player modes in the different games. But that crucial experience where you, you get this, um, like you, you have this immersive gaming experience with your friends online and, um, and you're getting a workout. So you're working out with your friends by having fun. And also just then adding kind of that level of, um, peer pressure like you you have to be here like chris we're gonna play tonight we're gonna gonna crush it so you have to be there and that is also a key driving factor to just keep people coming back so tell me about the challenges of building a bike that can withstand the rigors of a of a of a gamer mm. seriously trying to compete here <laughs> that's that's a very good point uh, and to to be clear i mean we're a, a startup based in norway uh, we're working with a partner in Taiwan that has decades of, exp uh, of decades of yeah, experience with building uh, exercise machines and, and uh, stationary bikes. So we're not we're not reinventing the wheel, so to speak, when it comes to the bike. We're basing it on a a uh, well-tested and well-proven model that is robust. But we've been redesigning the, the aesthetics uh, of the bike extensively. Uh, which we think is important to make it appealing and has to kind of differentiate it from the kind of standard of bikes there out there. Um, and yeah, Chris, you want to? Yeah, we was, we was, we've also had uh, several and lots of iterations on how to create, like where to put the buttons on the, on the handlebar. Mm -hmm. uh, uh, this, this, this didn't exist when we started out uh, researching mm -hmm. this and, and doing this, but we wanted to be a comfortable as possible to use. I mean, it's not going to be exactly like sitting sitting in the coach with a with a controller in your hands, but we want to mimic that experience. Except you're sitting on the bike. Mm. 
So we've tried different different ways of, of like buttons, joysticks, uh, placing mm. like where can you put the buttons. Uh, so that's that's definitely part of, of 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 the journey we've been on, creating this interface that didn't exist before we started out, and and now. Now I think we just just recently submitted our our final answer to hmm. to the factory and 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 quite yeah. happy with it. It feels when you sit down on the bike and you put your hands on on the handlebar, your fingers just find the buttons. Finally, yeah. it, it it took a bit of time to get there, but now now it now it feels good. Now it really it feels like a controller. It feels like yeah, how we hmm. want it to feel. Well, you've had some challenges here. Obviously, uh, like the whole world, you've, you've had to do this in the midst of a pandemic and uh, a chip shortage going on now. So tell us how all of this has impacted your ability to, to get this into the hands of consumers to really start selling them. Mm. I mean, I can uh, most likely to, to, to start the kind of bridge the gap um, from where, where, where Chris left off. I mean, as we took this into the real world in, in 2017, we started to testing um, and testing with different configurations of the hardware. So just to have that clear, I mean, we have been testing now for several years in many, many different settings. Uh, so from, yeah, from the gym to schools, hospitals, youth clubs, co-working spaces and in homes. Um, and we're testing, yeah, many different hardware setups to make this happen. Um, when as we, um, embarked on kind of the, uh, say like the, the consumer version of the whole in-home version of the product about a year and a half ago, um, basically around when, when COVID really hit us uh, here in Europe as well and in the, uh, in the States. We, we firstly kind of focused on, on the, making sure that the product is as good as it can possibly be. I, the, the user experience to make that as good as it can possibly be. Uh, and now, yeah, the past, say, six months, they are, it, this year, 2021, as we're preparing and kind of ramping up towards manufacturing, yeah, we do face the same, the same issues, uh, for sure. Um, I think, I mean, we've been kind of consciously designing the product, I mean, without going into technical detail, um, we will, kind of, we're not using... Uh, the the newest hardware, for instance, like so, so graphics card and some computer components that are like state of the art graphics card that are used for, for instance, for, for Bitcoin mining uh, that has been a shortage for a long while. Out of uh, just cost consideration, we don't want to use the newest equipment. It must kind of make sense. So to make it affordable, we've um, kind of traced it back a few years. Going to kind of have something that is 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 sufficiently strong, and then more readily available from kind of a supply chain point of view as well. So that, that at least is one component making it somewhat simpler. Tell us how pricing will work and the, there's also a subscription model. Yeah, so we're pricing the full bike at uh, 1999 uh, US dollars, so $2,000. Um, and, but now in the pre-order period, we're selling at, at a 40% discount on our own website, um, which will then ship by end of year. So it will be in consumer hands by, by, by December. Um, 
the subscription, uh, which we dubbed Playpulse Live, for all the live content, meaning all the online available content, is $20 a month. This is included for six months when you pre-order uh, the bike. Uh, and this gives full access to like, all the games, all the different uh, features within the fitness application and, and uh, like the, the full service. Uh, but then we want to underline that if you don't want to subscribe, the bike will still work. You will have uh, access to the streaming services via the browser. You will have a, a simpler version of the fitness application and then uh, varying access to different trial versions of the games. Um, and we, I mean, to be clear here, it's we're starting out with a whole new gaming library for a whole new use case. So we're very focused on making great games that are really fun, engaging, and from different audiences. But this library will be expanded. So we already have a number of titles in the works to expand the, the number of titles and also just to expand the content within each game. So new seasons and so forth. Maybe you want to speak to that a little bit, Chris. Uh, okay. You must be working with some game developers, right? Yeah. 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 We have just, just want to mention briefly the, the reason why we went for a subscription um, plan in, instead of it's like a lot of online games these days are, are working on microtransactions or, or a, a buy to play. And, and we really want to focus on, on, on creating good, good games and good experiences and, and less on how to like trick people into paying us, you know, a little bit of money here and a little bit of money there. I'd rather make games that, that, you know, that I enjoy playing. And I think other people who enjoy playing um, and, and focus on making, making workout fun instead of, instead of trying, trying to squeeze, you know, money out of, out of people. Mm. Yeah. And I just want to add in on, on the pricing there. Uh, I mean, that's just, um, more subscription is clearly a concern, and we were hesitant about this. So it's good that you underline those points, Chris. But we will say that I mean, in the kind of in the fitness space, uh, twenty dollars a month is still fairly reasonable um, compared to other services, um, and especially we believe when you have this variety of experiences and, and updates that will come. Hmm. And but that's one subscription that would cover a household, or. Can yeah. have, so you can have a bunch of people using it, uh, playing yeah. different games. Exactly. exactly. So you can have you can have several users on the same account um, within within the household. I think our current limit is five, and, and we'll we'll see if 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 that needs to There's be adjusted. More, yeah. But that should, that should that should cover most of most households should 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 be fine mm. with that. Uh, I assume people will be sharing users just to share progress across family members and so on as well. Um, where is it and that there, people can go for, for more info uh, on this and maybe to, to, to order? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, please check out the website. It's playpools.com. You will be able, able to find all the information there. Uh, or, or and, let's say, subscribe to the social media channels. So it's uh, at Playpools on both Facebook and Instagram. Again, it's playpulse.com. Yeah. Erling Solheim and Christopher Hagen, thank you so much for taking the time with us. Thank you thank so you much, Fred. This is fun. Cooking with the power of the sun. Hi, I'm Fred Fishkin here to tell you about the latest innovation from my friend Patrick Sherwin and his great team at GoSun Stove. The GoSun Fusion has arrived using the company's tried and true reflectors 
and a solar vacuum tube to get you cooking without the mess of charcoal, heavy propane tanks, or smoke. A really bright idea. And with an optional solar panel and battery storage and the ability to plug in at home or on the road, you really can use the GoSun Fusion to cook anytime and anywhere, day or night, rain or shine. I love what Patrick and his team are doing, and so will you. Want to learn more? Head to GoSun.co to check out all of the company's products and innovations, and use the code TEXTINATION to save 10%. That's GoSun.co. Thank you.